Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms, perk up your ears, and open your mind, as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of Tulsi Gabbard's historic declaration. Hello, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel, dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. My friends, when Tulsi Gabbard, and uh, I think it was March 2021, kind of, and I won't say retired, but, but pulled back, she was, yes, yeah, she supported Biden as a Democrat, what else could she do? Uh, but then she kind of pulled back. She didn't seem to be doing much. She kind of disappeared. I predicted immediately she would be back big time. I remember saying this to my wife, uh, yeah, beginning, oh, well, like around February, March 2021. I said she'd be back big time and look, look what she's going to achieve in the future. Well, this process has already begun. It was a few months ago that she started saying some things. I think she... Uh, sat in for Tucker Carlson one night. Now, why did she pull back in 2021? I'll tell you why. I intuited this immediately. You just look at this woman's face and listen to her talk. She is a good person. If you have any intuition at all, she is a good person. I'm not saying this because she left the Democratic Party, although that's, a, that's evidence that she's a good person these days. I was never a Republican and a Democrat never belonged to any party. But she has a clear, she has clear eyes. She is a solid person with integrity. And this is, for me, then obvious when she realized what had happened in the 2020 election. There came a point when she fully realized about the election fraud. No, she didn't say that. But believe me, this will come out in the future. When she saw what was happening to the Democratic Party and the things that some of those people behind them were doing and where that party was going, that's why she pulled back. She didn't want any part of that because she's a person of integrity. Well, now she's back bigger than life because she made on Twitter the other day a statement that I think is going to be considered historic. But let's listen to her in her own words. Here's what she said in a little Twitter video. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. 
If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. Did you listen to that and listen to it carefully? <laughs> listen to the things she said there. This is a woman of integrity, of great integrity. There's a big future for her, and let me make a prediction right now. Uh, yeah, well, let me go over some of her words. She can no longer remain in the Democratic Party that's in complete control of an elitist cabal. Elitist cabal, well, Tulsi, that sounds like you're a conspiracy theorist. When other people use that language, elitist cabal, who's using that language? Well, <laughs> this is the language of the so-called conspiracy theorists, right? She knows what's going on because she is awake. She's not woke. She is awake. As I am awake, as many are awake. Uh, once that election fraud took place, I said to my wife, look, the Democratic Party has some good people in it. How are they going to react to this? I'm sure there are many that are feeling uncomfortable. Many, because they see what's going on. Some, I'm sure, were afraid to say anything about what was going on because they might even be killed or at least totally canceled by their own party and above all by the forces behind that party today. You know, some people that are still lifelong Democrats and, uh, yeah, Democratic Party, they're, they're defending a party that really doesn't exist anymore. If you're a Democrat and you think the party that you might still be defending today is the party of JFK, you're totally wrong. Either you don't remember what JFK was like and the things he said, or you don't know what's going on today, one or the other. You're ignorant one way or the other. Remember JFK when he said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country? What Democrats are saying that today? They're saying, hey, you don't have to do anything. We'll give you this, we'll give you that, we'll give you that, and that's how they win votes. The Democratic Party is a totally different party. JFK, he was totally anti-communist. If he came back today and were a politician, he'd be a conservative Republican. He wouldn't want anything to do with the Democratic Party. He would think the Republicans are too far to the left. So all you, uh, you hear me, Milo, in case you're listening, all you that are still defending the Democratic Party, maybe you older people that think it's still the party of JFK, you are totally wrong there. Wake up. Tulsi Gabbard is awake. And just look at the clarity in her face. Listen to clarity in the way she speaks. I will make you a prediction now. When a future, I will say Republican, but with reserve here. If after the big changes that are coming, mark my words, if the Democratic and Republican parties still exist, then expect to see her as the vice presidential candidate on a Republican ticket. Uh, for example, DeSantis and Tulsi Gabbard. And I might say no, because Republicans say, well, she was a Democrat and she's progressive in some ways. The world is going to change people. We're not going back to what it was like a few years ago. I don't know whether Democratic Party and Republic Party is still going to exist. Might be other parties. Maybe independence will, will be much stronger than then she could run as an independent. Maybe even as a presidential candidate, uh, it's quite possible. I would see her now, if the Republican Party still exists, maybe as a vice presidential candidate on a ticket with DeSantis, for example, for example. Uh, Trump, I don't think he's going to be running in 2024. 
But if he does, that's also a possibility. And someday she'll be a presidential candidate. And this, I believe, she has better chances than anyone else of being the first female president in U.S. history. Mark my words. I said it when she kind of semi-retired from politics. I said she will be back in big time. Now, why did I say that? Am I psychic? Well, maybe I'm a little psychic, but it's not for that reason. I said it because she's a person of integrity, a person of courage, a person of insight, the kind of person the country needs. And if America is going to be rebuilt, and it's going to be rebuilt in many ways, you wouldn't believe the changes that are going to come. We're going to need people like that. The forces of good are going to need people from, from all parties and people that aren't in any parties, people that are good, they have insight, they see what's going on. And she has a big role to play in the future of American politics, in my view. Of course, things can happen and things can totally change. I realize that. Nonetheless, she has a better chance than frankly any woman in politics today of becoming president someday. Not right now at the moment. First, the big changes have to take place. But I want to do this short MP3 for you, the short podcast episode, to point out the historic nature of her words. Listen to them again and again and again. This text is going to be in the history books. It could be the, the 50 years from now. School students are reading about, well, yeah, how did President Gabbard, well, how did she start? And, and this statement that she made the other day is going to say this was, this was the beginning of her real rise. Mark my words there. And everything she said there, listen to her statement again, everything she said is totally right on the mark. Uh, now, politically, she's too progressive for my taste, I will say, but that doesn't matter because with the big changes that are going to come, the standard categories of left and right and Republican and Democrat and conservative Republican and more progressive Republican or centrist Republican and really progressive Democrat or socialist half communist Democrat or traditional like Joe Biden Democrat, yeah, that's really a joke, uh, that's all going to fall apart. The, the nation's going to be largely rebuilt, you will see. And when it's rebuilt, there's going to be a restructuring, a reordering. And those people with integrity that hopefully are going to be then our leaders, and I think many more of them will be, they're going to reach a consensus. Yes, there'll still be some views that we could identify more as right or more as left, but much of that is going to fall apart. And so we have to start thinking in new ways. Because the changes that are coming are truly historical, biblical. The term biblical has been used. I like talk about the Bible a lot. But yeah, we can use that term. They're going to be totally shocking for most people. And they're going to be positive. Uh, for all my esoteric friends out there, the New Age variety, uh, people like to say, oh, yes, the New Age began a few decades ago or maybe in 2012. No, what they what you might call the new age, that's, up, that's beginning now. It's, it's really beginning more strongly. But we're going through the birth pains of that. And this new age is not just an esoteric sort of astrology thing or whatever. Uh, it's, it's going to be a new age in many different respects. Expect the fall of the Fed. 
expect the fall of the IRS, expect definitely to fall with a great transformation of the entire pharmaceutical industry, expect the dissolution of the European Union, that that's not going to exist anymore, at least not in the form it is now, expect uh, something similar for the United Nations, for the World Economic Forum, oh wow, wow, what's going to happen there? For WHO, the World Health Organization, we're going to see changes that are earth-shaking. And when the dust settles more or less there, we're going to have some people that are going to profile themselves as our leaders, and this woman is going to be one of them. And a very important key, the alliance, that is what we call the White Hats, uh, they know of Tulsi Gabbard. I'm pretty sure they were in touch with her. She's being positioned because she's going to play a big role in the future. Why? Because since she is a Democrat, but one of the really good ones, okay, some leftist ideas, progressive ideas, but we're going to need a bridge between the new and the old and the remnants of both parties, that is the good people in both parties, because you always need different parties, people with different opinions, some more right, some more left or whatever. Uh, I put that in other terms to say some more individualist, that would be right, some more collectivist, because the whole art of politics and of living in any kind of society is finding just the right balance between individualism and collectivism. Remember that sentence. I've talked about that before. I'll talk about it much more in the future. A very complicated subject, uh, but the roots are very simple. Leftism goes in the direction of collectivism. Extreme rightism does as well. In other words, Hitler and Stalin are almost like br blood brothers. Sure, we say one is very, he's a fascist and the other a communist, as if that, that's a false polarity, my friends. It's a false polarity. Both were collectivists. And the typical American, what, what, the ones that call themselves patriots, uh, are Trump supporters. These are individualists. These are not collectivists. Yes, they have collectivist elements. They're all going to flock, you know, following Trump. And yes, they have people in general are herd animals. I don't care whether they're more to the right, more to the left. They follow a herd. There's some of us that are lone wolves that don't follow any herd. But we are unfortunately few and far between. But we're going to have more of them in the future. And you might have noticed in these last couple of years, there are many more who have become lone wolves who are thinking for themselves because that's what the true individual does. Nonetheless, the true individual who has anything resembling wisdom in his thinking or her thinking will realize that, yes, we must make certain concessions also to the collective because we live with other human beings. I'll get into that more deeply uh, in the future. But uh, follow Tulsi Gabbard. And interesting, she's coming out now with this statement. Big changes are going to take place. But this statement of hers, read it again, or listen to it again and again and again. Uh, a lot of truth in there. And this is a solid person that's going to play, I believe, an important role in the reconstruction of America, of the political system in America. So that must be a record for me. I've talked less than altogether, what's not even 16 minutes, and that's with Tulsi's statement. <laughs> so thanks for following me as always. And I'll be looking forward to seeing, in quotes, you again in the next episode of this, The Path of Socrates. Bye now.